0: Hi there, welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. I just want to say that if you're someone who comes back to listen to new episodes every week, it means a lot and I really appreciate you and I hope you are having an amazing day. So this is a safe space for social media managers and I am here to support you. I got to sit down and have a chat with Diana from Deeply Rooted Studio With over four years of experience in the digital industry, Diana has cultivated a holistic approach to branding, deeply rooted in her unique insights gleaned from her extensive background in the fashion and marketing industries. Her signature approach was subsequently the birth of brand-building powerhouse, Deeply Rooted Studio. A decade of global adventures living the laptop nomad lifestyle has given Diana one-of-a-kind perspectives and ignited the studio's mission. Empowering visionary founders to elevate their brands into premium brand experiences, leveraging these global insights and working over seven years to hone and perfect the signature DRS approach, Diana and her team have successfully worked with dozens of entrepreneurs, shaping compelling results driven brands that shine and resonate in today's competitive market. Diana and I sat down and had a chat about what it's like working with six and seven figure brands, what a premium experience even looks like and like what it means. And then I had her share some tips on if you're just starting out and you can't quite afford a branding specialist, what you can do for yourself. And she had a lot of amazing insights to share. So let's go into it. everyone. I am here with Diana and I am so excited. So I just spent like the last 15 minutes going through your website and I am in love. It is gorgeous. So hi, how are you? I'm excited to talk to you.
1: First of all, thank you. <laughs> I have some time to develop because I have done it myself. So it has been a difficult process when you do something for yourself.
0: yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: And I'm super excited about today. It's Friday, so we are in a really good mood, both of us, right?
0: (laughs) Yes. It's 8 a.m. for me, and it is 3 p.m. for Diana. Where are you right now, Diana? So I am currently in Hungary,
1: Budapest. Okay. Yeah, just hanging around here in Europe. We'll travel around a little
0: bit in a couple of months, but yeah. Very nice. Nice. Okay, so let's go ahead and just kind of dive in. What is your current business setup like?
1: I currently run a creative agency called Deeply Rooted Studio. And the current business setup is we basically help established leaders, business owners turn their brands into premium experiences So we do a full circle brand approach, which includes branding, includes client experience, marketing and launching, which is kind of like my signature method that I have developed over the past few years, working with multiple businesses and just kind of like watching the online space grow, develop, but also develop a lot of holes and gaps. So that is what I'm trying to do. Just fill in those gaps. (laughs)
0: I love that. I feel like that's really important and like essential is that all of these things are kind of talking to each other and like working together. Cause I think that's something that I've run into a lot with my clients is, you know, they get their branding from one person, they get their marketing from another person, and then they come to me for social media and things aren't quite lining up and we have to kind of piece it together and figuring out. So I think having like an all in one studio that does all of that first is like really smart. It definitely
1: is because that's where the gaps come from, right? Talking with multiple people and it's because of different methods. So everyone has their own thing going on in their business, right? So one, let's say one, service provider or a studio agency, whoever it is, they believe in A, but then the other person believes in B. And then you come to the third person and you're like, oh, I don't really believe in this. that what you have done, right? So we need to restructure a little bit. So that is where your business kind of like develops these, yeah, those holes that then just scramble and a couple of things then don't really make sense and then you as a founder are sort of overwhelmed because of all of the advices right so one person is telling you this and then the second is like oh wait we still need this it's really important that even if you hire different kind of people if it's possible for them to talk to each other or just have that not framework but like steps developed of who comes who comes first basically right so say I always need your copy first but then if you don't know or if the copywriter doesn't know what they're writing the the copy for that's not really going to help them and it's not really going to help me (laughs) right
0: (laughs) yeah and it's kind of like uh somebody's guessing something and then we're creating something based off of that guess and it can just really go off the rails (laughs) to sum it up Yes. (laughs) yes So how did you get started in this? So
1: I feel like my journey has really started around five years ago, I would say. Yeah, around five years ago when we, and I mean, we, me and my boyfriend, we started to run e-commerce stores, like build e-commerce stores, and then also sell them. And at the same time, we've had our own stores. It was print on demand. So we were basically not needing a stock at home but it's like printed on demand basically right so wh- whoever orders something they received it so that's what we've been doing and then we started to teach this in our country so just getting the message out there how they can start the business so my boyfriend he was actually the face of it so like a personal brand yeah imagine the personal brand but it was like a four or five years ago actually at this point So we were building like educational content, courses, programs, accelerators, and all that fun stuff. And then we moved to Bali and that is where Bali is such a special place. I think for a lot of people, because that's where a lot of people have this, I'm going to call it awakening, uh, but I don't want to go into spirituality too much. But yes, awakening, just finding out that there is more to life or there are other things that you could be doing there are other things that you could allocate your time towards and that is where I also realized I wanted something for myself so he decided to shut down his business restructure and just build something else and I have decided to do something else as well and that is where new ideas came in I obviously tried multiple things until I landed on The version that you see today, I think that's everyone else's path out there. (laughs) You try everything there is. (laughs) And then you're just like, oh, no, not it. Oh, no, no, I don't like this. (laughs) Maybe not yet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So first I started with an e-commerce store because that is what I knew, basically. So I knew how to brand the stores, build the stores, market. We were also doing Facebook ads, so all of that. But then I was like, um, maybe not this. And because I knew quite a lot about launching and just like sales in general and branding, because we were doing everything ourselves, right? So we're like, I'm wearing all of the hats that exist,
0: basically. <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, so I decided to build like an online program, right? That was my first idea. So I'm going to do something about launching. I think it was really trending. Back then, like three and a half years ago, it was really trending, like launch online. But so I launched it, but obviously it flopped because I wasn't really even invested in it almost. Mm -hmm. But then the only part that I really enjoyed was the branding part. So that was the module that was supposed to differentiate my whole program as well, right? So my differentiating factor was that I also do branding and you can do your courses this way, like the nice way, basically, right? You can have some kind of experience inside, which at that time, most people focused on the strategy only. So how to launch. So that is what I've done. So I took out the module, the branding module, because I have built a lot of Canva templates and I started to sell those Canva templates in Facebook groups. Day in, day out, literally, <laughs> the whole shebang for like twenty dollars. So I went from like selling twenty dollar Canva templates, and that is what kickstarted my entire journey here at the periodic studio, long story
0: short again. <laughs> wow. Oh, I love that. That's that's something that I haven't heard, I think, is like starting like a small twenty dollar product or offer. And then it just scales into like a full agency. I love
1: that. Yeah. And I think this is what a lot of people forget these days is that obviously everyone just wants to come in and jump in and, oh, I do the whole thing and I'm trying to think, hey, oh my God, this is the best. You know, I'm the expert, but that is just not what I believe in because I believe that you do need to go through those experiences through yes. multiple clients. You need to see multiple businesses. You need to, you know, get better at what you do. So skills are still important, no matter what someone else has told you <laughs> in the world, in this online space. Yeah. <laughs> Things get really blurry. So I do believe that you do need to go through lessons as well, because that is what will ultimately get you whatever you want to get uh it's just at the beginning you know it's it's that like pink period of this is amazing a fairy tale you know i'm making some kind of money you know yeah (laughs) and you're just like sucked in not really realizing that your business needs to be properly set up and there are steps that will get you you will get ultimately everyone gets whatever you want. So even like right now, when you're listening, and you're like, I'm never going to get there, I'm never going to get the first client, get the 10th client, you will get there. And then when you have 20 clients, you will have another goal and you will be like, oh, I will never get those 50 clients, right? So there's always
0: something. (laughs) Yeah, the goalpost is always moving. Like there's always something new to get or achieve. I think that's just part of being like an entrepreneur, is that we we always want to take it to that next level. We're like, okay, great. I achieved this goal. Now what's next? What do I do now? What do I do now? That is, <laughs> that is the ultimate question that everyone asks. So what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I really wanted to get your expertise and your knowledge about premium experiences. So your Instagram bio says we turn six to seven figure brands into premium experiences. And I would really love to know, like your thoughts on what does a premium experience look like?
1: So first of all, when we think about experiences, it is something that someone like feels right because something that you experience you feel it, and you feel it deeply. And it comes from multiple things that you basically combine together. And that is where the Deeply rooted Method obviously comes in, where we combine those different elements of your brand. Because what I realize is that a lot of people, they invest in branding, but it doesn't mean that, let's say, their experience is good because they haven't really developed their back-end experience, which could be the client experience inside of your programs. This could be the way that someone experiences even your website, right? So we really think about the buyer. We always think about the website visitor or someone who lands on your profile. So how do you want them to feel and what kind of experience you want them basically to have? Because what happens these days is that a lot of people have Amazing marketing or they got really good at marketing their business because that is the only thing that you can hear these days online. You need good marketing strategy, right? And then you basically have it. So let's say you have an amazing marketing strategy and you talk about some things that are or should be happening in your business, in your programs, but then people, they join those programs and that experience is basically not there. So this is something I really wanted to address within my method. I wanted to help clients achieve because ultimately your experience is what will lead to high retention rates. And if you're a business owner, this should be a number that you should be watching closely. And it's a very important number because you don't really want to end up chasing your own tail all the time with new clients when in fact your current clients were not truly happy. And I don't mean truly happy with, let's say you provide the social media, right? They weren't exactly happy with how you have designed their social media or provided the guidance, but the experience, the client experience in particular was not properly experienced. And what I mean by that is that there wasn't something that, pulled them in, in a way they really want to stay. And I want to stay with you for three years. They want to stay with you, whether you change your prices or not. And those are the factors that you need to basically think about. You have your marketing strategy, but always check in within yourself. All right, so I'm talking about this, but is this actually what I provide? Because it's really easy these days to sprinkle a fairy dust on top of your messaging, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then (laughs) someone joins your course, your program, and it's not it. And the problem here is that not everyone will tell you that it's not it. Most people will actually not tell you, yeah. which means you don't know. But this also means... You are losing money because you can't really upsell anything. They either don't finish the program, they don't come back to it, they just sort of forget about it, they forget about you. And then you can try all you want and sell them something else, but it's not going to work. Right.
0: Very valid point. Yeah. And I think, I think that's also part of like being a social media manager is. The experience of not just onboarding a new client and like going through all of those steps, but then like how you deliver content and how you deliver results reports and like how you even communicate with them. And all of that has to do with what is going to keep your client happy, not just the results you get, but like their experience working with you.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And also what I want to note is that you can only provide a premium experience if it was built for exactly for your ideal client, because my ideal client wants to have a different experience than let's say your ideal client. So that is something that you definitely need to think about because you can copy my process. You can copy everything that I do, but if it's not really resonating with your ideal client and how they want to experience your services at the level that they're at, basically, that's not gonna work. They will not appreciate the service that you're providing because it was not delivered the way they like at this point. At least.
0: Yes, exactly. So it's all very customized based on your specific type of client and what they're looking for. And I think that also kind of comes in with like what packages you're providing and like at what price point because if it's a higher price point if we're in the thousands per month they're going to expect a very premium high level experience versus if it's like a few hundred per month so their expectations are going to be different going to take a really quick break from today's episode so that i can tell you exactly how to stop wondering where your next social media management client is because you can just use my list of the 35 best places to get more social media management clients instead get the free guide delivered straight to your inbox by going to my website i'll link it in the show notes for you now back to today's episode What has your experience been like working with six and seven figure brands? It's been the best thing, actually.
1: Once I realized (laughs) a couple of things, obviously. So what everyone thinks from the outside, uh, when you think about multiple six, seven figure business owners, is that now that we talk about the experience, is that you need to deliver more The results need to, be like, everything needs to be bigger, better. And yeah, you just need to have so many things. You just need to deliver so many things. Those people must be looking for a jam-packed package. Then they will invest. Well, that is not exactly the true because most of those people, they have been there, done that. So you can't also really, not that lie to them, but they can see through the bullshit. They have a bullshit radar on because they have done it before. They can also do it themselves, right? So the experience is definitely positive working with them, but it took a lot of refinements for me to get there and to truly feel like my expertise is being valued, Mm. And that is not through me providing more deliverables. It's actually tailoring those deliverables to the specific client and having focus just there. So being very clear in what the delivery is and establishing the trust. So again, if we come back, I don't think you really can't go from nothing. I just came here to serving seven-figure clients overnight not even in a year probably because what will get you there to serve those clients is your experience yeah and the knowledge that you actually have and the understanding of how they basically operate and there is another thing that a lot of people think and i thought it as well is that when someone has or let's say makes more money let's say it's a seven-figure business owner they just drop their money wherever they want, right? So oh, they must be paying everyone. They must be dropping money. It's not a problem for them. That's actually not true. Like, yes. Oh, <laughs> they are much more careful where they put their money. They know exactly what they want. They know exactly who they are looking for. No, they are not afraid to spend those money, but they are very, very careful who they will pick, where is this money going, right? I think this is a really huge miss because out there these days, oh, she has money, she will definitely pay me 10k. Like why is she not paying me 10k, right? Yeah. Especially in this creative industry, you're trying to get people to pay you 5k, 10k k months, right? And you're like, why is this not happening? Well, a couple of things, right? You're not really speaking to them because they truly have different problems. And again, you can only learn this by either you going through those lessons or have that experience at least somewhere with some clients that have been there, done that to see where they're coming from when they talk about things, when they talk about social media, when they talk about even branding, when they talk about marketing and the experience in general, you really need to understand that. Otherwise, it's, yeah, you're just another person out there offering your services that sound nice. It's cute. But that's all that is.
0: Yeah, I think you can't consider yourself an expert, or provide expert services until you've had enough experience to get you there. There's like, yes you can take courses you can take classes you can take mentorship coaching all of that but it doesn't replace getting hands-on experience and like figuring it out for yourself
1: yeah even if it's painful because it's gonna be a little painful
0: it will be yeah
1: (laughs) yeah you can't really bypass the growth and the pain that goes with it
0: No, there is no shortcut, but at least you can expect it and know that it's normal. Yeah, exactly. You can get through
1: whatever is currently happening or will be happening. Believe me, I experienced a lot of interesting situations. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm still here. And I'm still here. Even if you think like, oh my gosh, I will die. You will not die. I promise. It is very uncomfortable, but... You will get through it. And if you see it as a lesson, it's going to be actually the best thing that ever happened to you because then you can, you know, adjust and move on.
0: Yeah. Now you have experience. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So if someone is just starting out, they can't quite afford to invest in a hiring, like a brand specialist like yourself. Are there any tips that you would share of kind of what direction they should head or what they can do for themselves? So
1: I would definitely, this is always interesting question, right? Where would someone start if they just starting out with the branding and it's going to be maybe different things for different people, but don't really get stuck or overwhelmed by your visual side because you first need to figure out the strategic part to your business. So I would definitely focus on your brand strategy rather than going and scrolling through your Pinterest board uh, and spending hours there trying to figure out your color palette. You know, it's all good. Doesn't really matter at this point. Focus on your ideal client and who you serve and how you can actually get them those results. Build your entire offer suite, whether that's just one offer or two offers, three offers, doesn't matter, but build it. For them, right? And then, yes, the visual part is obviously always important because that's what builds the trust. It's true. But if you can't really afford it, I mean, the best thing that you can do for yourself is to stick to one direction, right? And if it's being really difficult for you, again, it's because you're doing it for yourself and you are personally attached, there are emotions. So you really need to remove your emotions here. This is a business and it can still be a reflection of you because ultimately, even what I do with clients, all of their brands are a reflection of them. That is why they stick. Pick a direction that it's most close to your heart, let's say, right? So open up your closet. Like this can be really simple, right? Every Everyone really is expecting something else, but I'm guessing you're a woman. Open your closet, look at your living room and literally that is your style. Like 99%, that is what you can, that is the direction that you can actually use. You don't really have to come online, search other people, what other people are doing. You don't even need to get inspired by other people, get inspired by your life and what has been like a staple in your closet, in your colors that you purchase. You know, and that is where you can start. And it's really that simple. Do not overcomplicate it. And at the beginning, I know it's really tempting to go out there and look for other coaches and look for other service providers because you do really want to differentiate yourself. But at this point, you don't really know what exactly will differentiate yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be just your visuals, it's never just about the visuals. It's a one part. It's like a one a tool in your entire toolbox of those things. So figure that out. Spend a week in your branding, pick some colors, just pick something and stick to it. By stick to it. I don't mean then go back in Canva and pick another font every <laughs> single day because I know it's tempting rather at that stage focus on how you can deliver those results how you can refine your messaging. What you actually want to do is this something? Is this the ideal client you actually want to serve? And start there. That is
0: my best advice. Oh my gosh, that is such amazing advice. I love that. And it's kind of like work with what you already have. Like you're looking at your closet. You're looking at your living room. How you're decorating your house. Like you already have a starting point, and it makes it a lot easier to like get momentum and actually start making decisions because you've already kind of made them and tied yourself into it. So I love that. Brilliant advice. Thank you. (laughs) So do you want to tell people where they can find you? Of course. So everyone can find me
1: where else than on my Instagram page, (laughs) deeplyrooted.studio. Or if you want to dive deeper into everything that we do, you can visit the website, deeplyrooted.studio studio.com it's that simple if you are looking for resources if you want to chat further or if you have any questions about anything that i have said in this amazing podcast episode feel free to dm me i'm always open to the feedback or any
0: questions yes and i will link everything in the show notes for everyone so they can easily find you definitely check out her website you guys it is Goals. It's beautiful. I love it. I'm just gonna spend more time staring at it, <laughs> even though I've already seen all of it because I love it that much. Um, and you also have templates for like social media that are beautiful that she's selling to, which we didn't talk about promoting anything, but I will have my podcast manager link them because I really love them <laughs> <you> so much. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on here.
1: No problem. I always love to share my expertise and sprinkle the fairy
0: dust. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love the fairy dust. (laughs) I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Oh my gosh, definitely go check out Diana. Say hi to her. She is a powerhouse when it comes to branding. So many good things to say and knowledge to share. And if you have any friends who are social media managers, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following this podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts so you can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode.